Well, we've been promising all morning that we're going to talk to Paul Cole, and he joins us now uh, on the blower. I'm picking you still stateside. Paulie, good morning. How are you? Good, boys. Um, no, I just got yes, back to... Yes, uh, Colsey! <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, my good mate. How are you? How are you, my friend? That was so I'm good. good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm pleased this is not video because the old eyes are not too uh, too sharp today. But uh, no, I'm good, mate. I'm really good. Happy to be back in the winner's circle. Mate, talk us about it. Talk us through it. You got up two sets, you let two go, and then you were able to find a way to beat Ali Farag in the final set to win the US Open, the first men from from New Zealand in 37 years. What does this mean to you, brother? Yeah, it's huge, man. Um, obviously, a US Open in any sports uh, one of the one of the major ones that you want to win. So um, I've always targeted to win this one. It's always been one of the ones I've wanted to win. But, you know, for me, the last 12 months has been a bit, bit sort of up and down um, trying to get the results and stuff. So this result this week, it wasn't so much the result, to be honest, but just how I was playing and mentally how I was feeling. Um, it was real, real sort of enjoyment back in it and sort of found myself on court again, found the direction I want to go in with my squash. So, yeah, I mean, winning the US Open is amazing, but also I feel like, I, you know, sort of finally finding my way back to some good form and, um, you know, mentally in a good spot. So it was a wicked week all round, bro. When are they going to – every time we talk to you, Colsey, it's always a white bait season, mate. When are they going to call it the Paul Cole white bait fritter? Down from the west coast, you know what I mean. Like you must be, you must be so happy. The U, the US Open, something that you've wanted for a while. And just tell us a little bit about the um, Ali Farag relationship because this one seemed to have a little bit more meaning to you. Yeah, I think this is just the um, Ali's. You know, he, he's honestly in any sport, he's one of, in my opinion, one of the great champions. He's very humble. Um, he competes bloody hard, but you know, he he's always always very fair so um, I always enjoy the battles we have together because it's always you don't have to worry about anything else you, know, you just got to worry about the squash and and that's it and that's the way I like to play sport and the way I like to compete so it's always fun playing him but for me personally this one he, you know he's he's won the last five tournaments so he's on a you know a pretty pretty decent unbeaten unbeaten streak and I obviously am not on an unbeaten streak so I wanted to um you know I actually wanted to really you know, try and finish that streak and, and be the one to beat him. And, um, you know, doing that in the US Open final was, was just sort of icing on the cake. But, um, yeah, I was pretty up for this one. Mate, you were up, and you could see what it really meant to you after that. You were just had a smile from, from here to Africa, mate. You were absolutely over the moon. But talk to us about this last year and, and the challenges that, uh, that Paul Cole has had to overcome mentally, physically. Where you're at, brother? Yeah, brother. Um, I mean, you know, you know what? It's been quite tough for me. Um, you, you've helped me out a bit, but yeah, it's been just. I sort of lost my way a bit there. You know, when I went to got to one, it was. Um, I was obviously playing some of the best in my career, but you know, I was never, ever had that. I was never the the top dog. You know, I was always the guy hunting people. Or I was always the guy coming up. So I wasn't really, you know, looking back. Um, everyone warned me about the pressure, but I still wasn't wasn't used to it. You know, and. I uh, just caused a lot of stress in my in my game in my life, and then that you know hurt me physically as well. I couldn't really play uh, the way I wanted to play anymore because I would just get physically too tired. And you know I thought that was coming from a lack of training, but it was probably coming from that stress. Um, and I started working with a 
a new breathing uh, and mental coach, Dave Wood uh, from Auckland. And, you know, he sort of just taught me about, you know, how to deal with stress and how to use my breath to, to relax and focus. And um, this week it really clicked as well. You know, I was on, on the blow with him um, trying to sort it out because the first, my first match, I actually didn't really feel that settled on court. So I had a chat with him and, you know, we sort of sussed out what the problem was. And um, from then, from then on, it was uh, happy days. Paul, it must have taken a bit of a change for you. Uh, I don't know whether it's preparation-wise, whether it's ment- mentality, the way that you think about games. But going from being the hunter to being the hunted, if you like, you know, being from the guy that's chasing the top notch to being the top notch. How does how did that change for you, and how does that change your approach to the game? Yeah, I mean, I think it changed in the fact that. Um all of a sudden I just started thinking about winning and I wasn't really thinking I'm, I'm a person who I'm obsessed with, um, you know, the process and obsessed with getting better technically, you know, I like to make a lot of changes and try and improve every, every day. And I sort of forgot that. And I just sort of focused on winning and, um, you know, if I didn't win, then it was a disaster. I didn't learn anything from the losses. And I just got too obsessed with, um, you know, the ranking and trying to win the big tournaments. And like I said before, that, that, that stress just came um, you know, thick and fast and I wasn't ready for it and uh, I just sort of spirals on you and then, you know, trying to dig yourself out of that is, is tough when you've got, you know, tournaments every two weeks. So, yeah, I mean, speaking to Dave, um, you know, using my breath now, I've got like a whole, you know, um, breath routine before I warm up and I'm um, just back to focusing on on the small things, trying to improve rather than trying to win tournaments and then that's a byproduct of obviously, you know, getting better and, and playing well. So, um yeah, I'm feeling a lot, lot better. A lot, you know, I'm back to playing 100 minute matches, which is what I love, back to back, and um, you know, that's more who I am rather than, you know, what I was last season. So yeah, it's it's good, man. Let's talk about this performance when you're taking on Ali Farag. You're up two, love, and then he obviously finds a way. What were you saying to yourself in that in that fifth set to be able to overcome? Was there a little bit of doubt creeping in, or, or did you just go to your processes and what you've been working with Woodsy? To, to get the job done? Uh, there wasn't a little bit, mate. There was quite a bit, um, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm not going to lie. After after I lost that third, I was, I was um, dacking it a bit. But um, that's when it was really key. You know, obviously, I haven't converted a, a major title in 12 months, so it's been a while since I've um, been in that position. And it definitely got to me a bit, I'm not going to lie. You know, the first two sets, I was very clear in my head what I was going to do, you know, um, resetting every rally and and doing that and then you know third and fourth it got a bit cluttered upstairs and um I wasn't playing terrible but you know it was eight all and I wasn't playing the big points properly and um I just managed to reset myself before that fifth and you know I'm very happy I did that and then you know again I was up eight four and got back to eight all and you know got a bit tight again so but that's where all the work is you know I'm very happy with it's come in and I was able to sort of clear my head a bit for the fifth and and put in a good performance there and, and close it out but yeah, third and fourth, there was definitely a lot going on upstairs. Yeah, Paulie, well done, mate. Well done um, and great listening to your journey over the last 12 months and and uh, getting used to being in that yeah. top position. So, so where to from here, mate? Where do you, where do you take the next step? And I, we've been talking about the Olympics. We know you've got a meeting with them later on this morning. How's that all looking? Yeah, so we just got confirmation. We just, uh, squash has just got into the Olympics. So first time. How good. That, uh, yeah, first time, mate. So we'll be, we'll be there and... 2028 in LA so that's huge for squash and um yeah it's wicked for me that's a you know a a goal for five years hopefully the body holds out but um that's wicked for squash man it's gonna hopefully you know um 
expose uh, us to new crowds and ex- expand the sport beyond what it is now. But uh, super exciting. You, I know you're running the squash community super pumped, so that's definitely a goal for mine now. Um, you know, that's just a lot of motivation for everyone to try and you know stick around and, and, and play for, for the Olympics for the first time. That is huge. Is this? Have you been a big part of this uh, trajectory trying to get to, to squash it back in the Olympics? It's hard to really believe it's not a sport in the Olympics. You've already won Commonwealth Golds, uh, you know, that medal around your neck. We always remember I was in Queenstown watching that unfold. It was a hell of an effort. <laughs> Mate, what would it mean to, to be able to do it again in 2028? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny one. We've obviously tried to get in every Olympics for the past, you know, 20-odd years and haven't been successful. And everyone sort of has always been a bit confused as to why we didn't get in. We thought we were the perfect sport for it. It would be the pinnacle of yeah. squash. Everyone would be, you know, right up for it. But, um, yeah, mate, it'll be it'll be huge. It's um, Obviously, I've never been, but I've been to the Commonwealth Games. And every, every time I've been to the Commonwealth Games, it's been, you know, one of the best experiences of my life. So I'm just imagining the Olympics as, you know, the Commonwealth on steroids. So um, I'm looking forward to that and, you know, just trying to trying to qualify. Obviously, I'll be an old boy then, so um, I'll have to hopefully keep the keep the form good enough to qualify. But that'll definitely be a dream for me. Well, we know the body's always in good nick. You train the absolute house down. I'm sure in in five years' time you'll be ready to to punch your way to that ticket. But mate, you, your life on the court is a big part of your life. But life off the court, you've got plenty going on as well, mate. You had to turn right yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know, mate. I'm, uh, I've got a got a wedding coming up in six months, so those uh, those seats are getting further and further back in the plane, unfortunately. Yeah, get the ones by the exit, mate. You have more leg room. Um, Izzy, Izzy wouldn't know about that. Hey, I do, Paulie. Just just take us through, mate. A great photo. You got the you got the all black jersey on. Is that an original, or did he give you a replica? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to blow, blow his whistle too much, but that's um yeah, it's one of one of my favourite favourite gifts I've got. You know, Izzy was kind enough to give that to me when I got to one, and something I cherish every time. And um, I don't actually wear it that much. I'm too too scared. I'll I'll um, bust out of it with my big muscles. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit loose on you, Paulie. Come on, mate. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm not allowed to train the upstairs, mate. <laughs> nah, that's uh, yeah. Nah, that's one of that's one of my pride and joys. That jacket, that jersey. Sorry. Hey, you said you were going to the Irish pub afterwards. Did you go in there and give it to them? No, oh, I did, mate. But they were nowhere to be seen, mate. I think they were back home. <laughs> they were back home. They weren't, they weren't out at all. You, I you... ran in there like a. Yeah. I was going to say when you came when you came on, you see the eyes were a bit red. You're like glad it wasn't a, a video call, mate. Uh, I I've been yeah. in the states a couple of times. Quite hard to find a decent beer. What, what's what's the go to when you're over there? Well, yeah, I went to went to an Irish pub and um, and my fiance is Belgian, so I stick to the Belgians. And they had the Blue Moons over there um, with a little yeah. little like slice of orange in it, mate. Oh. It was uh, quite tasty. It's yeah. almost like a cocktail. <laughs> Mate, it looked good. It looked good. You you thoroughly deserved your your celebration after that that thing. When are we, when are you coming home? When are you, when are we going to see you back on, on our shores, mate? We still need to have a game of golf. How's that golf game looking, mate? It's it's uh it's not too bad actually. Uh, short game's not too flash, but we can we we still find the centre of the club face. Uh, we got New Zealand Open in December, and then World Teams. Uh, straight away after that, um, up in Tauranga. So I'll be back all of December and January, which is, uh, you know, really looking forward to competing back home again. 
Awesome, mate. I've still got that racket you gave me that I haven't used since we had that uh, that little game we had in Tauranga. So we'll look forward to playing uh, some games all over December. Paul Cole, well done, brother. It's I know it's been a, a difficult or probably challenging last 12 months, but you're back in the winner's circle, a US Open champion, the first time in New Zealand men's history in 37 years. You should be extremely proud because everyone here in New Zealand is so proud of you, mate, because after that All Blacks win, everyone said, hey, hey, hey. Do not forget about Paul Cole. He just won the US Open. Well done, brother. Love it, boys. Thank you very much for your call. There Cheers, Colsey. Paul Cole with us there um, uh, back in Amsterdam now and uh, getting ready for, for whatever's next on his journey because he's keeping busy now. The US Open champion is a, a double slam winner. Well, he's won two of the slams, I should say. It is 19 past seven here on SENZ. Need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.